Hey, hey 20s. 20s, welcome back to That Happened, your 20s lifestyle podcast where we're here for each other's face plants. We are so excited for this week's episode. Yes, a lot happened this past week. Yeah, I know. Um, Super Bowl weekend. Yes, we obviously record these kind of the week prior to them coming out on Monday. So, so we recap the weekend before that, which yeah. to us is like this past weekend was Super Bowl weekend. Yes. Yes, so we did a lot. Yeah, we did. My friend was in town, so I lost my dispensary virginity. <laughs> that was exciting. I've never been to a dispensary before, which is crazy because I'm from Colorado. I know. I was just going to say that. That is, like, so shocking. Yeah, me. so I went with you and him. Yeah. And it was, like, another world. What did you think of it? It was. It kind of stressed me out because I was like, I've never done this before, but... Yeah. Got some edibles. Got some eddies. <laughs> I think those will be fun. There's so many options. I know. Like from the drinks to the pre-rolls to I don't even know what else. Mints? I saw mints. Yeah. I was walking around and I was like, who knew? We're like little weed virgins. Yeah. Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> um, and before we went to the dispensary, we went to brunch. Yes, with your friend. The friend that was visiting is from New York, actually. Yes. We went and saw him about a year ago. It was literally a year ago that we went yeah. to visit. It, it was fucking freezing. It was so cold on that trip. Oh, it was so fun, though. We packed so much That's what into, we're gonna... like, three and a half days. I know. We're going to have to do that again when we go to Austin, but it just felt so good to see him again. I know. Yeah. Like, I love when your friends' friends become your friends. <laughs> You know? <laughs> well, and he's so much fun to be around. I'm just like, can you move here, please? He's he, like, I'd rather die than move back here. He <laughs> <laughs> really is the life of the party, but. But um, I have a question for you. Okay. What is your brunch drink of choice? <gasps> Prosecco. Just Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> when we were at brunch, she's like, I literally told this girl. I was like, I just want a glass of Prosecco with, like, a drop of orange juice. You said just the tiniest splash. Yes. And what did she come back with? A mimosa. A full-on fucking mimosa. (laughs) I was like, this is going to give me a headache. And it did. It was not. You think it's the orange juice that gives you the headache? It is. And not the Prosecco? Yeah, because I, like, love the bubbles from the Prosecco. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love an espresso martini or, like, some other boozy coffee morning drinks. But, like, I just find Prosecco refreshing. And then if there's too much orange juice, it just automatically, like, oh, I love orange makes juice. me feel nauseous. Really? Yeah. I will just drink orange juice by the glass. Oof. I love orange juice. But my, I think my brunch drink would be probably mimosa or espresso martini. Yeah. Like. Do you, mm. you do bloodies though, right? If I'm hungover. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll only do a Bloody Mary if I'm hungover at brunch. Yeah. Is that really? Mm. I've only ever, like, really enjoyed a bloody a couple times. It's, like, a full meal, Were I feel you, like. you, hungover? Prop, yeah. Yeah, when you're yeah. hungover, it hits different. Yeah, because it's, like, sodium. Yeah. And, and it, it, the tomato. It, yeah, just, like, oh, kind of bounces it out or olives. something. olives. Mm. Ooh. I love a good, like, bacon slice in one. Oh, yeah, a good bacon you know? slice. Hot <laughs> <laughs> <Like meats. laughs> So good. But um, we also had a little Super Bowl party here. Dude, we had a little soiree. With our two friends. Yeah. <laughs> there were three. Oh, we're ah! going to have to bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to bleep that. Sorry, rewind. Um, her boyfriend pretty much lives here. So. <laughs> you just straight say his name. Sorry about that. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> we are working on uh, the discrepancies here. Yes. Yeah. But um, so we had them over and you put out like a whole spread of food. I just like options. It's fun no, catering. You, you are such a good host. Thanks. You are too. I brought the dip. She, <laughs> she texts me because I had a bridal shower I was like rushing home from. And she was like, just pick up some chips and dip. <laughs> yeah, she just, you're like, do you need anything? I was like, not really, but like maybe just contribute a little. I'm like the oh. little, I'm like the young kid coming to the family party. No. And they're like, they can't fuck that up. Like no. just give them the dip. Oh my gosh. It was so fun though. It was I fun. loved Chris Stapleton's national anthem. Oh my God. He did so good. Truly. Like, yeah. I think that one will go down in history as like one of the best. But like, he's Chris Stapleton. So wasn't that shocking? What do you mean? I mean, he's so good. Like, obviously it was going to be good. Oh. You know? So that was sarcastic. No, it wasn't shocking that it was good. Oh. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, everything he sings is just amazing. Him and his wife together, like, They're are goals. always coming out with new duets, and I just cry. They are literally goals. Yeah. I love them. Plus, he just, like, reminded me of somebody's dad out there, like, on the field, just, like, out of, like, a, a football or baseball game. Like, just, like, a classic, you know? There was, like, he had, like, this ease about him, and I was like, I'm not going to fuck this up, you know? Yeah, yeah. He definitely gives dad vibes. Yeah, I like Very it. Very comforting. It is so comforting. How did we feel about Rihanna? You know, I love Rihanna. I was like, you, you know, I was really excited for her to come out. Yeah, we were like just watching to watch Rihanna. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, I know it came out that she's pregnant again. Amazing. Good for her. Um, and she's back performing, which is, again, amazing. But it was a little underwhelming, the whole performance. I just can't get over the dancers. They look like little marshmallows. Like, what? <laughs> I mean. We were all three, because it was me, you, and our other friend. We were, like, sitting on the couch in anticipation. Yeah, and then it happened, and we were like, uh, uh, that's literally. <laughs> uh, uh. And, and then, like, everyone's, like, making the comments about, is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? And then we're, like, trying to, like, counteract it with, like, Oh no, that's just your postpartum body. Like she's good. Yeah. Like you know, she, she's trying her best. Yeah, yeah. And then we were like, oh my god, she was pregnant. I know. And yeah. I'm like, did she want us to know she was pregnant? I don't know. Well, I think she was planning on like announcing it after that because I heard from another, <laughs> I heard from another podcast that <laughs> she had made an announcement saying she was going to have a surprise guest. Yes. And so we were all thinking, who's this guest? Her baby. But then yeah, it was the baby, which is. Such an amazing weird tease. Yeah. Because we were like, maybe it'll be Eminem. Or Jay-Z. He yeah. was there. Yeah. Yeah. He could So everyone was like, oh, it's it's just her baby. <laughs> it's her baby. Lame. Love you, Rihanna, but lame. <laughs> it was a little, yeah. It was a little <laughs> underwhelming. You know what wasn't underwhelming though? What? The Tubi commercial. Oh my god. Dude. <laughs> we we all, panicked. We weren't even paying attention. No. And then like it switched and we were like. Wait, what the Wait, fuck? Where's the remote? Pickles. Were you on the remote? Yeah. Everyone's like jumping around looking for it. And then we're like, wait, 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 is it a commercial? It really got us. Well, it's funny because our TV spazzes sometimes anyways. So it wasn't like a thought out of my mind that our TV would randomly just like shut off and go to another app. I know that happens way more than it should to us. Last night we were trying to watch the Titanic for Valentine's Day. 
so romantic. And <laughs> shit you not, every like two minutes, our TV was just shutting off. Yeah, it sucks. I don't know what it decides to do or like why it's possessed, but we'll go maybe five, ten maybe minutes maybe. into a movie and then it'll just go back to the home screen. So then we'll log back in again. Give it two minutes, it'll do it again. We literally had to unplug the TV last night. And if we try to fast forward back to where we were, yeah, locks us or knocks us off. Yeah, like, it's like psych. <laughs> not gonna happen today. So, so that was stupid. a whole ordeal. We were like, we're just trying to watch Jack and Rose fall in love. Yes, which is so sad. That's not real, but but um, how sad. was your your V day? Oh my god, so <laughs> great. It was a little underwhelming, like, the Rihanna concert, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, if you've been listening these whole two episodes prior, <laughs> you know that I've been dating. Um, I went on a, a date recently that went really well. Um, but unfortunately, this man... This is skinny jeans we're talking about. Yeah, you like to, you like to <laughs> give them names. It is skinny jeans. <laughs> Um, I won't say his real name like you just did. Yeah, I'm sorry. About that. <laughs> um, but he pretty much told me on Valentine's Day, and I wasn't expecting nothing at all. Like we had yeah. a, we he kind of started to slowly ghost the past couple days, and then um, he told me on Valentine's Day that he was not ready to start dating again. Um, he had just been coming off of a long relationship, which I understand, but I don't know if he was truly like honest about that with me I uh, he was giving dating energy yeah he got me 12 dozen roses like four days prior yeah red roses just casually coming over for dinner brought me red roses so fucking sweet that to me is dating energy yeah like power to you if you're not looking for something serious but like I appreciate him forth. coming but don't me. put forth like mm-hmm the effort and like the intentions of dating without wanting to date yeah no I definitely agree with, I agree with that one <laughs> um it hurt a little bit I'm not gonna lie just because I'm so ready for a relationship I'm yeah I've just been you know working on myself for a long time <laughs> so I'm ready but I all I can say is if you're not ready to be on a dating app please get off of them or put in your profile, like, not looking for just, anything serious. Yeah. Or, like, literally just looking to hook up or something. Like, go on Tinder. I wasn't on Tinder, by the way. Yeah. I'm on Hinge and Bumble. <laughs> a little classier, okay? We're trying to keep it classy. But, um, yeah, that's all I can say about that. The, the whole rest of the day was good, though. I got a nice workout in, which felt great. Priorities. <laughs> um, and then I came back and had some bunt cakes. You know those nothing bunt cakes? Oh, I love a good bunt. I love a bunt. <laughs> I love a good bunt cake. You know what they remind me of? Um, you ever see my big fat Greek wedding? Oh yes. It's a bunt. A bunt cake. <laughs> it has a hole. <laughs> it's a bunt. A bunt. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. Um, yeah. And I picked up some sushi for you. Yeah, thank you yeah. for that. <laughs> Jess and her boyfriend are so sweet. This is Jess Moore, by the way, talking. Um, but Jess Frank Moore and her boyfriend went to sushi. And they were like, you can come. And I'm like, I already feel like a third wheel all the time. I really love you guys. Appreciate it. But just bring me back something. Well, thank God you didn't because we got in a fight. Yeah. 
Do you want to dive into that a little bit? How was your Valentine's? Okay. And I'm <laughs> sure that girls out there can relate to me. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said last night, I was like kind of upset about this. And I just want to preface, I appreciate flowers and the fact that I have a boyfriend. Yes. But to me, what's really like important to me is, is effort mm-hmm. and making it clear that you, you went out of your way to think about me. Yeah. Okay. Making it intentional. Yes. Intention. Mm-hmm. And so like he brought me flowers and some like generic chocolates and like a little card that came with the flowers. Like it was, a, it was nice. Yes. It's nice. You could have given that gift to literally any girl, you know? And so I got like a little, I I hope there's girls out there that can relate to me, but I got like a little upset because I was like, I feel like this just wasn't, there wasn't a lot of effort put into this. It wasn't personalized. Right. And to me, that stuff is really important. Like it showed, that shows love to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you did something for him that was a little bit more personable, right? Yeah. And I'm just that way. Like, I, you know, got him a picture. Like, I just got him a few things. And, like, uh, you know, I wrote him a card. And mm-hmm. and I just would like... A little bit more. A little bit more, you know? Not like I just did this five minutes prior because it's Valentine's because Day. Because it's Valentine's Day and you're making me. Right. Type of thing. Which, like, was made very clear that, like, That's know. how he felt. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and we went to a dinner. Like, it, it, it was a fine evening. Mm-hmm. But to me, I was like, ugh, I wish that, like, so there's a little more effort there. Yeah. So you're definitely, like, a Valentine's Day girl or, like, a big holiday girl where you you want something. I like holidays. Right. You want to celebrate. Yeah. And why not? It's like a Tuesday night. Like, it's fun. There's something to look forward to. Like, let's celebrate this. Why mm-hmm. not celebrate it? And I don't need, like, expensive gifts or great right. gestures or fancy dinners. Like, I would love, like, a handwritten card or, Aww. like, you know, I'm like, if you really knew me, you would have brought me, like, a little aloe plant with, like, a handwritten card and some Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. And that would have cost you less money than these flowers. Than flowers that you don't absolutely love. And I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, even if you just like make it a little personalized, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, I can agree with you there. I was going on a whole rant about this last night. Even though I've never really been in a relationship (laughs) for Valentine's Day. Um, I can understand that. I mean, even when you're receiving presents and stuff from friends, like, just going above and beyond with that little personal touch means so much more. And we are both specifically like that, I think. Yeah. And not every girl is. Like, some girls don't give a crap about Valentine's Day, and that is totally fine. But I'm mm-hmm. just not – I'm not one of those girls. I've never been one of those girls. Right. Well, and even – it doesn't even need to be a gift. Um, I feel like it could be, like, doing the dishes for somebody or – you know, hey, dinner. Yeah. I wash the sheets for you. Like whatever, something out of the ordinary that you usually wouldn't do. Yeah. Just to show the other person that That you you care care and you're paying attention to their needs and wants. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like that's lost Mm -hmm. on so many men or they pretend like it is. Yeah. Like I was telling you earlier, like, because we're like, oh, guys are just stupid. And I'm like, that's kind of weaponizing competence because like they do pay attention and they do mm-hmm. understand, but then they are like, Oh, I just like, I, I guess I just didn't know. So weaponized incompetence. When she said this earlier, I was like, wait, please explain. Cause I hadn't really heard that before. Yeah. And an example of that is like when a guy 
you ask him to fold the laundry and then he does it like really poorly and then he's like oh sorry I just like I just don't know how and then you're like I'll just do it Mm. he knows how to do it yeah he's just pretending like he's clueless that's like when we're like we can't hang this fucking tv come over I don't understand how to hang the tv we could definitely get out YouTube. And yeah, we could definitely hang the TV. We just don't want to. That's yeah. like weaponized incompetence. Okay. Maybe and so start using that more. Just saying like, oh, the guys just don't understand. Or, oh, they're just dumb. Like, they understand way more than we give them credit for. And they're using that to their advantage. Yeah. You know, like, they get it. They do. And if they don't, then you can tell them and then they'll get it. Like, you don't have to tell them 50 times. Well, unfortunately, sometimes I feel like you do. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like weaponized incompetence. Yes. <laughs> Which kind of, I feel like, leads into our topic for the day. What yes. did you say? Yeah. Today, we're going to be chatting a little bit about love languages um, and kind of what we think ours are and if they really do matter and exist. Um, and relationships. Yeah, what that looks like, how they're kind of portrayed, and what each one means. Means. Yeah. yeah. And our take on that. Hell yeah, let's get into it. Yes. Okay, so let's get right into this. Yes. So the love language concept was first created by a counselor and a pastor uh by the name of gary chapman um he had like this number one selling book on it and there's been a lot of published studies to confirm the the validity validity yeah (laughs) there we go words are hard thank you so much um the validity of love language was revealing they can increase people's relationship um satisfaction and longevity so it's basically like how we give and receive love. Yes. And I am going to share with you guys um, the five love languages in order. So the first one is actually words of affirmation. Yeah. So that can be like, well, for me, it's like, you're doing good. <laughs> wow. That's so sweet. <laughs> you're doing good. You're doing okay. Fuck. Like, you know, just making... How about making the other person feel something? Okay. How about I noticed you changed this or progressed in this and you're doing so well. Like if someone came up to me and was like, I noticed you progressed in this. I'd be like, cool. I would be extremely weirded out. Was I lacking before? (laughs) Maybe it was something you already communicated that you were like working on though. Or just be like a little detail. No. It's different for every person. Yeah. And what you you need, like, is different for every person. But words of affirmation, like, just just communicating with the other person and telling them. Yeah. Whether it be compliments or feedback or whatever that might be. Perfect. Um, The second is acts of service. I love this one. Me too. So that could be, like, Doing the dishes, like we kind of mentioned earlier, or cooking dinner, filling up your gas tank without you even noticing or asking. Yeah. Just like that. Doing something for the other person. Yes. To make their lives a little easier. The third is gifts, which is pretty 
<laughs> well, and also like gifts don't need that doesn't have anything to do with money either. Like it could no. be getting you a present or writing you a note or like just leaving something for you. I agree. You know. Yeah. That that thoughtful touch. Um number 4 is quality time. So obviously spending time together, maybe planning a date, scheduling something around your time with that significant person in your life. Yeah. As opposed to kind of putting that on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Making making them a priority. And yeah. Time with them a priority for sure. And then the fifth one is physical touch. A little bang bang. Yeah. That one. <laughs> oh, that can mean a lot of time. <laughs> That's also. Men are always like, mine's physical touch. Like I... if we don't have sex by the second date, like I just can't. I honestly kind of get cringed out when I see that on like prompts. I'm like, no shit. Everyone likes being touched. Like, uh, well, I guess you don't like hugs. I like being touched. And these can apply to not only romantic relationships, but, yes. you know, every type of relationship that you have in your life. I like physical touch in romantic relationships, but I don't like physical touch in any other sense. <laughs> You're like, no, get away from me. When I was upset last night, you were like, give me a hug. You basically had to like force one on me. And yeah. I was like, okay. I think I even warned you. I was like, you're not going to like this. <laughs> but I'm hugging but you. But I'm hugging you. <laughs> I was like, come here. That's so funny. And I'm glad you mentioned that these can like apply to other people because I feel like friends, roommates, we often like to see what the other person values and maybe like what will resonate with them the most in order for us to give them those love languages, even if they're not the ones we want to receive. Right. Because like how I feel love is very different from how you feel love. Mm -hmm. So it's just... Not only prioritizing and knowing what you need, but also understanding what the people around you need. Yes. Emotional awareness. <laughs> bada bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Who would have thought? It's good to oh have. Oh, gosh. I know. So do you think that love languages really do exist? What's your take on that? So I, I think that all five of them are very important. Mm -hmm. So it's said that you have like a top one and two, you know, you need a certain one more than another, which I think is true. Um, I know for me personally, mine change um, depending on if it's a romantic relationship, a friend relationship, like a family relationship. So my top one kind of changes. Um, And then I've noticed from past relationships that if something is extremely lacking in like one of those five categories that then becomes my top one because mm-hmm. I'm not receiving it at all. So I think in a well-balanced relationship, it becomes more apparent what your like first one is, but in a relationship that's not necessarily balanced, I think then you crave the one that's lacking. No, I completely agree with you there. I feel like, like I said, um, if you're, you're only able to control your own behaviors, but if you can kind of shift your love language to meet that other person's need, desire, then that's, that's where the love languages work. Otherwise it's not really. But like as an example, and so words of affirmation isn't one of my top ones. Really? And it's not one of the top ones for my current boyfriend either. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's not there mm-hmm. at all, 
then you're like, well, can you tell me sometimes? Right. Like, it's nice to hear. And then you start to prioritize that a little bit more. You're like, well, right. you never say this to me. And it's like, well, you never do either. Mm-hmm. And so then I think it becomes, that's when it becomes important to be like, okay, well, we need to work on that love language now mm-hmm. because, you know, we have similar top ones. And so some of the other ones kind of get lost, which in turn is like not healthy either. I agree with that. Like, it's good to recognize all five of them and, and know that obviously you're not just checking a box and like, what are your top two? Let me just check this really quick. Yeah. And then you I'll know? only give you that sometimes. Yeah. It's like, important to remember them all. Mm-hmm. And I guess for me too, like I've had friends in the past that love receiving gifts and that's like not a huge top one for me. Like I like getting gifts. I do, but I, know that I need to give them gifts in order for them to feel love from me. You are good at that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or if somebody needs quality time and maybe I I don't want to to have that quality time. I know that that's what they need for fuel, you know? Yeah. And obviously. You are good at reading other people's wants and needs and then doing that. I think it takes time though, you know, to get to know somebody for sure. Yeah, but you are naturally more, um, like you are naturally more attuned to that Mm -hmm. just because you're a more empathetic person. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sweet. You're welcome. That's crazy. That actually, I wrote down this fun fact recently and I want to share it because- You love the fun facts. I do. And (laughs) relating to us talking about, you know, spending time and really getting to know somebody to in order to notice those love languages and um, kind of communicate them. I found this interesting. So it takes 40 hours of one-on-one time with somebody to really consider them even a friend. Yeah, I can see that. Like I've 40 heard hours? That yeah. Imagine like you hang out with somebody for three, four hours. Like that's like 10 times. That's like a work week. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> that's why we bond with our coworkers so much. I know. Yeah. You have like your work buddies, <laughs> yeah. your work lovers. Um, and then on top of that, a hundred hours for a good friend and at least 200 hours for a great friend. Um, and of course like vulnerable conversations and different experiences can fast track that. But I just thought that was so interesting. Cause like you think about going on dates with people three, four times and you feel like you, Oh my God, I know them. You don't. So well. No, you do not know them. No. Yeah. Not a great friend. 200 hours. <laughs> that is a lot. Like how many? Hours is in four, eight, 20. That's like, what did you just do there? <laughs> She's counting with her fingers and looking up at the ceiling. That's like a lot. <laughs> wow, no shit. Yeah. Wait, I'm, I mean, I'm doing this math really quick. How many hours do you think we've spent together? Too many. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so that's eight consecutive days being awake. With somebody. Like, just one-on-one. Eight days and three hours. So, wow. just take them on a trip and so do a, some Adderall or something. Trip. Okay, so these girls on The Bachelor actually, like, aren't that crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so right. Although they only see them, like, one hour a week. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they Wait, become such good friends You were talking about though. the guy. I was talking about Ben yeah, together. Uh, such good yeah, I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Because I had showed you this TikTok recently of like 
two girls on The Bachelor, like, kind of, like, canoodling weird on the couch, like, <laughs> holding each other. And I was like, that doesn't look straight. That looks yeah. kind of gay, if I'm being honest. You like, got it. I was like, ooh, what is that? And so, yeah, you could really get to know somebody. You, like, like, rewound it and showed it to me, and I was like, is it because that one girl touched her back? <laughs> like, I was no. like, no, it was the, the stroke of her thumb on her arm, okay? I think I did catch that. Like, I wouldn't sit with you like that. Um, but... Let's see. Let's go through and list like our our top love languages. Um. Yes. So, do you want to go first? Should we go Wait. bounce back on like one and one? Can two I two? guess what yours is? Sure. Okay. I think your number one love language is quality time. Oh my god. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yay! Wait, that's amazing. Should I guess yours? Yeah. Your number one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's acts of service. Yes, really. Oh, we know each other so well. Ah! Are we best friends? I think so. <laughs> Holy shit! What's what's my second then? Acts of service. Yes. Haha. Uh-huh. What's my second? Gifts. Yes. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> no way. That's amazing. That is so funny. Okay, let's just go away. What's what's my third? Your third would be. Words of affirmation. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Is your third quality time? No, my third is words of affirmation. Oh, okay. Well, it's funny because I put arrows because I feel like words of affirmation and quality time can be intertwined. Yeah, they can be switched a little depending on if one's lacking or not. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say previously, you were like, "Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then your next one's physical touch. Yes. Yeah. Dude. I've gotten everyone right. I know. That's insane. So <laughs> it was words of affirmation. Would it be quality time then? Or no. physical touch? It's physical touch. Yeah, it'd be physical touch. Okay. And then quality time. Shit. And then my last one would be gifts. <laughs> that's funny. My last one is your first one. Oh, wow. That is weird. <laughs> yeah. That's why I give you, that's why I give you gifts. And you're like, I, I guess I'll hang out with her. <laughs> Like, I should really just hang out with her a little bit. <laughs> okay, so since you know me so well, yes. what what would you say are, like, some of the things you do to, like, make me feel that best friend roommate love? Yeah. Um, well, being acts of service is your number one. I would definitely say, like, taking out the trash or if there is a couple dishes in the sink, like, I'm just going to do them. I feel like it's yeah. it's like those little things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I will also say you're good about like if you're out and about, you'll like ask like, "Hey, do you need anything?" Yeah. Or, like, hey, do you want a Starbucks? I'll pick one up for you. Yeah. So like you're really good about that as you well. You are too, which though. I love. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh. Well, I partly am because you're so good about it, and it makes me feel so happy that I'm like, oh. Oh, that's sweet. But we, I think that we try to do that like for each other. Yeah, we're really good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say for you, since yours is quality time, mm-hmm. like I make it a point to like, you know, make sure that we have like a show that we watch together or like have dinner together and like just have yeah. this like time during the week or time for us to like have our girl time. Thank you. Otherwise I'd be so alone. <laughs> you're like this poor girl. No, I, but you're my best friend. So like, I love hanging out with you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I do appreciate that. But you do love, like, your girl days. I do. Like, Mm -hmm. it was so sweet when you invited me to go. Recently, she invited me to go to Buena Vista with her for the day um, because she works up there. And I just, like, kind of tagged along and, like, 
So fun. We had so much fun. Yeah, it was like cool to see you in your element, see her thriving, doing work stuff. <laughs> and then we were able to just like grab lunch and it was nice. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And it was nice not having to do that trip by myself. Oh my God, I know. Having you there, I was like, wow, I get lonely driving up here. <laughs> I worry about like what you're thinking about. Like, I'm like, hopefully she's not going crazy. Oh, that is when I do like my drives is when I do my deep thinking which is like four hours round trip it's kind of nice though because you can't just like sit on your phone like you don't have like a lot of distractions that's true so you're kind of just like you You know contemplating your life oh wow yeah some of the things i do shit yeah what (laughs) just introspection that sounded a little dark (laughs) (laughs) i'm being honest you should have seen me when i first got divorced i was like oh my god (laughs) you're like what if i just swear (laughs) just getting the stitch here don't do that um that's that's funny I'm glad you have that time to like think though because it is so important to like have your own time yeah process things yeah I actually don't mind that yeah driving time I would say for the second one like gifts in our friendship I kind of show it by like you said like do you need anything can I pick you up something but also like that personal touch like when there's something that rolls around like birthday whatever holiday it might be like I feel like we're both good at this but I like to do like a little bit of a like personal like photograph or like Mm -hmm. personalize something just to make it you know what you want and what you like yeah and you are really you're really good about that and I guess on like the same spectrum because yours is also your second one's acts of service yeah so I like same for me like you know for at the grocery store Mm -hmm. we try to and it's funny because Jess will always get paper towels at the grocery store mm-hmm. and I will always get coffee. So it's like we have these trade-offs. It's just like, like a common it's knowledge. It's like she thing. knows I will ne- I will probably never get paper towels. No, there was one time where like I just didn't either for like a couple weeks. We didn't have paper towels. We had like so many rags out. It was like, it probably saved a lot of trees for like, but not really. Oh, They're still making them. I but. hate dirty rags though. It's gross. Like... It is gross. Yeah. For a couple days. I was like, oh, I'm being so planet friendly. But we're good roommates in that way. We're like, what I don't get you all and what you don't yeah. get I do. So that does work out. Find yourself a Jess yep. if you don't have one. Yeah. Either or. We're yeah. both great. Yeah. <laughs> um the third, I feel like quality time, you know. All of these intertwine. No, quality time wasn't your third. Words of affirmation was. Mm-hmm. They all intertwine though. Yeah. And as you go down the list, they don't become as apparent because like I said, it's not a priority Mm -hmm. for either of us necessarily, but it's still like good that it's there. You just like notice it and and you adapt. Yeah. And it's like, in terms of words of affirmation, like obviously as best friends, we're going to support each other. Yeah. Like I'm not going to text you. You doing good? You you did you did good. That's what you said earlier. <laughs> you doing okay? You're doing maybe, okay. Maybe I will say that. Yeah. I probably would. <laughs> you do say that sometimes. Like, are you good? Yeah, I'm like, you still hanging in there, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. I'm great. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh my gosh. Um, but I think that these all can look different depending on like what relationships you're talking about. Cause like Mm -hmm. in terms of romantic relationships, I think that can obviously look a little different. Yeah. Um, in terms of like what those love languages look like. Yeah. Like in terms of gifts, me personally, I would love like a handwritten note Mm -hmm. 
or something like, you know, a picture of us or something that they had to like really think of mm-hmm. and, and do for me. Like yeah. in terms of a romantic relationship, that's like what I would love to have. I'm curious. This just kind of sparked a little question in my head, but did, is that what your parents did for each other? So it's funny because growing up, and I'm going to speak more on like Valentine's Day. Yeah. But because it's fresh in my mind. But growing up, my parents were never super like openly loving towards each other. Like mm-hmm. obviously they loved each other, but it wasn't a very, an open, you know. Like always. Oh, I love your mom so much and holding hands and kissing and notes and presents. Wow. Okay. Like that just wasn't. Mm-hmm very apparent to me. And I would remember on Valentine's day, like my dad would give her like flowers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always thought to myself, like, I know me and I know my personality. And like, that's really important to me. And like, I would want more than yeah, that. You're like, I want flowers on every Tuesday of the month. Yeah. As like a one Tuesday out of the year. Yeah. Like that's not just a Valentine's thing. Mm-hmm. And like, I've always just been that way where it's like, surprise me with flowers, surprise me with a little something. Mm-hmm. that's how I feel loved. And no, that wasn't really demonstrated to me, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily the way that my mom felt loved. Right. Like I think a huge one of hers is quality time, yeah. which, you know, they would do a lot of stuff together. Right. And so it wasn't portrayed in the way that I was like, as a kid, I was like, Oh, well, like, why don't you do this for her and this? Mm-hmm. But she was getting what she needed because her, her love languages were different than mine. hundred percent. I know. think it's fascinating though, that like, maybe what you didn't see or get shown as a kid growing up became the one thing you really do look for. That is you interesting. Know? Yeah. That is. I mean, cause it's funny. I'm thinking about it. Um, just hearing your answer, quality time being my number one, like my dad, um, works for a first responder situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, he saves, he saves lives and stuff, <laughs> but that requires him being gone a lot. Mm-hmm. And so like our whole family together was um, really important to us. Like it I remember having to happen a lot. Yeah. And like when it did happen, like that quality time was so important. Yeah. I remember having to like schedule play dates and like sleepovers around like dad being home. And like, I was okay with that though, because that's what we needed. You know, yeah. that's kind of what made me love it. That is interesting. I guess I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. Hmm. I know. <laughs> it's all childhood trauma. Yeah, so <laughs> like, we're like looking at each other like, huh, that's funny. I'm like funny. introspecting like, huh, what does this mean? <laughs> you know? Our love languages are just like what was lacked. Like- well, yeah, maybe, <laughs> honestly. Shit. That's why we all feel so strongly about it as women. Dude, like, I'm wondering now. This is my love language and you better give it to me. <laughs> I'm wondering now, like, acts of service and, like, okay, being an old, or, uh, the oldest child, like, I kind of had to, like, do a lot of other things on my own or, like, help out around the house. So I'm like, I never got anybody to do that for me. Same. Being the only girl in my family, like, oh, I was the one that, like, you know, yeah. Did. Like, no one ever came to me and was like, hey, I did this for you. Like, I was always the one that was, like, making sure shit was done. You're like, here, brothers, I did this for you. Yeah. Oh, Oh my gosh. That's weird. But that's probably true because it does feel good. Like, oh, wow, I don't have to. 
I don't have to clean the kitchen tonight. Right. Like, that's awesome. Gosh. We're just, like, fixing our hearts one step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Through this podcast. Through the love languages. Having realizations. Yeah. It's like a light <laughs> just went off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, speaking of Valentine's Day, um, this just made me think of something. And how I was kind of let down. Because usually, like, I guess quality time and acts of service don't need to be they can be materialistic in a sense but like don't necessarily need to be right no like I said I think a lot of it's the intention and thought behind these acts and so this intention (laughs) um by somebody on Valentine's Day years ago um I've been talking to this guy and he lived about an hour away and we hadn't been talking for like a month we had been talking for like almost a year you know, and Valentine's Day is coming and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to get asked to like finally be your girlfriend or like you're going to have something planned and you already made a reservation. Great. I drive an hour to this place can we to call his him, house. Can we call him the hair? Oh, okay. Hair. Well, that can get confusing with somebody else I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe we call him the ghost. Okay. He's a yeah, he, he always re- reappears. Okay, so this is the ghost. Yes, yeah, so this is the ghost. Um, but I show up to his house and I'm like, Are you ready to go to dinner? He's just like moseying around, like not even dressed. I was like, What the fuck? I'm like dressed up, like ready to go. I'm starving, by the way. I just drove an hour. And you know me, I'm a girl that likes to eat. You're so I was foodie. like, Yeah, I'm a foodie. I was like, Where are we going? Bro, <laughs> when I say this man <laughs> gets dressed. And then he takes me to Applebee's. I was so disappointed. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love like I love a cheap appetizer. I love those little like the two egg- for one. Yeah, <laughs> like the south southwestern egg rolls. Like you, they kind of slap sometimes, but not on Valentine's Day. Were they writing specials? <laughs> it was so embarrassing. I was fuming. <laughs> Yeah. So I would have left. I would have left. <laughs> to say the least, that relationship did not work out. Because <laughs> I needed a little bit more from that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, bare minimum. like, literally, what is going through your mind right You're now? You're like, out of all of the restaurants, literally anywhere else. Like, honestly, I was insulted. <laughs> like, chilies, Applebee's. <laughs> Not even fucking Red Robin. Not even Olive Garden. <laughs> I could have got breadsticks. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyways. I'm crying. <laughs> that story is so funny to me. I have that locked away. I feel like traumatic experiences <laughs> just kind of like don't come up into my mind very often because there's been so many. But that one, it, it popped in. Well, in past Valentine's Days, like, in the past relationships I've been in, because mm-hmm. um, you guys know I'm more of, like, a relationship girl, uh, <laughs> as, to, as opposed to a serial dater like me, <laughs> yeah. but I've had a few boyfriends, like, actual boyfriends on Valentine's Day. Other than your ex-husband <laughs> and current boyfriend? <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Prior and after. Oh, nice. <laughs> I wonder what that's like. <laughs> But a gift that I always used to do for them. Yeah. That you would help me do. Oh, shit, I would. Is we would do, like, pretty much every boyfriend I had on, like, every Valentine's Day, I would do, like, these 
sexy boudoir type yeah. photos and like print them and put them in a book. I remember the one and you would take year. them for me. Yeah, we were in our dorm and you came over and I was like, "Don't worry, girl, I got you." Yeah, <laughs> like, like posing you. And then in my apartment, like I yeah, used to do true. this for every boyfriend. And then after I got divorced, it like became a realization. <laughs> That there's so many naked pictures of you out there. Printed. I'm like, I should probably stop, like, doing this. Well, good story. Like, good part is they were mostly on, like, that Instamax, like, Polaroid. Yeah. So they're, like, kind of tiny. But thank God. Because yeah. I was looking back and I was like, this all of these guys have these printed? Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I love them. They're my boyfriend. I'm probably going to marry him. I did marry him. It's fine. Like, no. <laughs> They're still floating around. They're in a shoebox somewhere. Like, I quit. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that as a prison anymore. That is hilarious. Do you actually, do you keep like a shoebox or a box full of like letters and little knickknacks from like mementos from past relationships? I do, but I'm sentimental like that. I do too. So I'll have, and like, I don't, I don't really delete all the photos. Mm -hmm. Like I have a box of like past things. <laughs> Dude, more than I probably should. That reminded me, I was scrolling on my laptop the other day. This sounds so bad. I was going through my old photos looking for some for your birthday. What, did you find my nudes or something? No, oh. I found an ex-boyfriend's nude and I like was like, oh shit. Should I keep this? That's something my exes too. I'm like, this feels really like intrusive. I should delete this. <laughs> you know? It's like, we don't. I, I didn't keep them on purpose, but then if you're scrolling through, it's like I never make it a point to scroll through and be like, I need to delete that one. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oops, that's there. Hello. When I find them, though, I keep them. <laughs> I'm like locked away. That's kind of creepy. I'm like, just in case. So, like, that one day when we get back together, we're going to be 50 years old and I'm going to tell them I have pictures. Oh, no, I was going to use them as like blackmail. Oh, that's. But I was just thinking route. they definitely have pictures of me. So I'm like, I definitely can't do that. But Shit. I look great in mine. So. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Put it out Anything, there. Anything, it's like your, your Kim K come up, your sex tape, but not as bad. <laughs> it's not a tape. Yeah. Sure. Unless they were hiding something. Oh, my God. I wouldn't put it past any of them, honestly. Uh, I picked terrifying. Yeah. Oh. That's sweet. <laughs> That's really sweet. Not my current boyfriend. He would never do that without my permission. We like consent. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he's a man like that. He's a man. Yeah. <laughs> he's a hard working man. Oh my god. Anyway, we got a little a little sidetracked there. We have a little segment for you guys though. Um, where we are not going to do a whole bunch of like questions like we've done in the past, but we're gonna do finish the lyric. Whoa. So let's, let's see if we can do this. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay so we're gonna play finish the lyric and i'm gonna play a little clip of a song and jess is gonna have to finish um you know the next line all right are you ready i'm ready okay here we go Before you play this, um, we might need to cut it to like seven seconds. 
of you showing me or like keep it under something why because we can get copywritten <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah okay okay ready we're pausing yeah okay oh no you got this i have to fast forward it okay ready okay fuck saw me banging on the sofa I even had her in the shower. No? Of course I know my shaggy. I know, you did good. That was an easy one for you though. Okay, number two. Are you ready? No. <laughs> Here we go. Should have held your hand, gave you all my hours when I had the chance. Woo! Take it every party. Oh, that was. Should I keep going? No. <laughs> <laughs> you got it very close. Oh, that's like, that's everywhere right now. I know. The Bruno Mars. Because of Miley. Yes. That song is fresh on my mind. You killed it. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Soldier boy did crack back three times from left to right. Uh, 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 Soldier boy, Soldier boy, oh, why did you crack that on your mouth? Soldier boy, Superman, now oh. You didn't really open your mouth. <laughs> I don't, I don't know the lyrics. I know the beat. Ready, ready, yeah. Oh, this is close. Is that even words? Yes. Okay. It's called rap. Yes, it is. <laughs> rap. All right, moving on. Okay, the last final one. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Let me get turned up. Cowboy. Oh my god, that one was hard. No, and I can be late for a date, that's fine, but you better be on time. And that is literally you. That is me. I picked it for you. I didn't know it. Yeah. Oof, he better be on time, but you can be late. Yeah. Okay. Three minutes. Yep. You bet your ass. Just the three. Okay. Ready? Yep. Maybe your jacket is a hand-me-down. Maybe you slept with half of your hometown. In a world of squares, maybe you're just round. Maybe you're just on everybody's cup of tea. <gasps> you don't know this one? You don't know it. Baby, you can't be. Oh. Everybody's cup of tea. Okay. I'm like a bitter some so sweet. <laughs> well, I didn't do it right. Sorry. Oh my god. That was good. Disappointment all around. Sorry, Casey. <laughs> Love you, Queen. Well, that wraps up our finish the lyric. Hope you guys enjoyed the <laughs> like that segment. Hope you loved it. Um, please rate and like and follow and all listen. the things on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We will be with you next week. Peace.
see you guys later. That happened. That's what's happening. Bye.